Hello everyone. Happy New Year. It's been a while since I did the podcast and uh I really miss doing this, but I've been on pause uh as I've been in Dubai. Uh I've been reflecting. I've been thinking and I think I've uh, succeeded in being more present. Um yeah. So, as we begin this new year, I have some uh things that I thought I could share with all of you. Um with respect to um our shared areas of interest, which is industrial engineering and entrepreneurship. Um So the first thing is uh the mother of all companies uh in industrial engineering that is Tesla. Um yeah Tesla has really matured like I feel like that's the big headline of 2019 like Tesla grew the really grew up um Elon Musk really grew up uh I mean he still jokes around on Twitter and stuff which is super funny to me but he has really really been extremely patient shown restraint handled the court proceedings that he dealt with while making Tesla gross and net profitable and scaling up production and keeping really high volumes of demand i mean this is like not even three dimension it's it's six dimensional chess what the man has pulled off and uh, obviously we need to give credit to um the outstanding team at tesla uh zack uh you know the new cfo um yeah he uh, i i li- i actually read the q3 2019 um quarterly filings and uh yeah i i like to style it's a little new uh like it's it's a little different but uh, it's it was much more clear it was much more concise um the cfo is doing a great job um uh and uh, uh you know for all the people who say that tesla is in trouble they actually are in least trouble uh because they uh according to you know there's the statistical measure of bankruptcy for car companies and other companies it's called the z altman score they scored a 1.8 1.91 excuse me 1.91 which is significantly higher than the baseline of i think it's a yeah it's a 1.84 uh 1.84 or 1.8 some yeah and if you look at all these major auto companies they are at massive massive risk of bankruptcy like big 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 time i mean like holy smokes that is insane right to be this upstart and they're not a new upstart they've been at this for like 15 years right now um yeah should be about 15 years now uh i mean it is just so monumental and to top this they have done new pioneering innovations and in like materials i mean if you saw the cybertruck launch right apart, apart from the really funny and to some uh uh a fail the window breaking thing apart from that stuff if you look at the exoskeleton and really think about it that is just pure engineering like awesomeness right like the exoskeleton is just genius because 
the traditional truck suv uh, playbook is that you put put it on a, a ladron frame chassis right which and and if if you're not familiar with ladron frame it's basically literally you have this ladder like suspension uh right your chassis i'm sorry your ladder like chassis um and which is why it's it sort of is elevated and you put the body on top of it right and your monocoque chassis is sort of like flat and you put the body on top of it but then this the weight is distribute is concentrated in the body in the shell which is just so genius if you think about it like aerodynamically uh and from a safety perspective uh and if you really want to get into the depth of things with this i would strongly suggest looking at sandy munro's video about the cyber truck um because and 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 his thing is that like the exoskeleton's ability to absorb collisions is much much better and uh the tesla also has uh, has 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 also it seems like they've made some breakthroughs with the battery technology which i'm super super passionate about super interested about um uh elon musk made a statement uh, recently that they can sh- that their bat- the batteries that they ship are million mile range that is unheard of for like Uh, you know your passenger vehicles with trucks it's like fairly common place right like your million mile durability right uh, guarantee uh, endurance guarantee but with cars that really doesn't come place um i think in the us it's uh, 300000 miles in dubai it's 500000 kilometers right and both both markets have predominantly american and japanese vehicles and n- none of them have like a million mile range that is insane like you do not even have that for engines right which means these tesla cars are re- like i mean it is i get so excited while talking about this uh clearly teslas are built like iphones right if you take your iphone and Okay, so you let's say you buy an iPhone for what is it, thousand hundred dollars now? You'd probably get five hundred, six hundred dollars if you sell it a year later, right? Or maybe even more. I'm not sure. I'm not a checked iPhone prices in a while. So that should be your thing, right? Your the the band of prices that you should be able to get for the iPhone that you bought a year ago. But this, if if the same thing were to apply to um your Android phone. that it the math wouldn't work out that way right if you bought a galaxy uh note or a galaxy s10 or s11 or whatever it is um you wouldn't get like if you put a if you put a 800 if you put 800 dollars on that thing you'd probably get 100 or 200 dollars on it so your your net cost of like your when accounting for ownership uh and depreciation is actually more expensive with the android phone and i feel like that's the same thing with your average gasoline car the rate of depreciation for teslas is much lower than your standard ice car 
that is your internal combustion engine car and on top of this they have the software thing which they made 10 bucks a month uh, uh you know the if you know if, if if you're not following what i'm talking about tesla cars have this um smartphone infotainment experience basically uh it's like a giant they, they just to put it in plain speak right you take a giant tablet slap it on the dashboard right no speedometer nothing uh right that's the model 3 that's it your speedometer is there your display is there you can see your autopilot thing over there it's all there in one display and it's actually beautifully done they initially had usability issues due to um it, mostly ergonomic challenges like they, they hadn't accounted for the difficulties that people were experiencing uh, in it like certain things that people wanted to access from the main menu they couldn't certain buttons were certain things were hidden right all of those were the initial issues that people were facing in uh, in late uh, in 2018 but i think that's largely fixed um uh, through the over the air software updates that tesla issued um so that's another engineering marvel like how do you do software hardware integration that beautifully in a in a car that's just gangbusters that is just like wow um so yeah that's tesla and oh in case you don't know oh the ten dollar thing um what they did was the the fun infotainment stuff that that comes with teslas right like streaming netflix uh playing uh the car games on your tesla model 3 uh you know your karaoke all of the easter eggs are dropped to access all of those you need to pay ten dollars a month but i think uh, the basic navigation stuff is uh, still free uh in any event uh that's tesla right uh yeah i I think that that's pretty much it i was just thinking yeah that's about it uh oh also the autopilot like the uh the i forgot what the name of it was uh yes yes summon yes that, that, that that's what it's called summon was genius and they had issues with it like let's not be unrealistic here they had issues with it um like just a lot of stupid stuff like the place went to the wrong thing uh the summon feature confused other people driving in normal passenger ice vehicles like it really confused things and again if you're not following what i'm saying summon is this thing where you press a button and your tesla uses the autopilot technology in it to drive itself to you um and it's just revolutionary technology you cannot deny it and the fact that they did it without using glider and just like uh, radar and uh, like your very basic cameras uh, is genius because they have attempted to achieve a global maxima than a local maxima uh, this has tremendous cost implications uh, which people haven't fully uh realized because people don't know how to do the math for it right you can only preliminary well i uh i can't i'm not i don't think i i can put an exact number to it but anyone who who understands a bit of engineering and a bit of finance can understand that okay there's cost implications to this um and very positive cost implications uh 
like Tesla I feel like is the only one right now with a scalable um across the board right all the way from hardware to software um has a full stack self driving solution and that was demonstrated beautifully with the summon feature um and another thing that people haven't realized is if the summon thing works which i think it will uh in another one to year, two years i think most of the kinks and bugs should get corrected and i think testing and all of that you know will still take place so i think i'd say four years from now um i think it should be more or less ready um and i think they'll these they'll, one would still have to have some uh would have to still pay attention and i'm sure tesla is developing uh safety systems and what not um for the uh, for the self driving ai uh but um in 4 years this technology should be ready and when it's ready tesla would be able to launch its robo taxi thing very very beautifully that is the that is just like wow and i suspect that this would be the de facto app to re- to like um book uh you know ubers uh your sorry to book teslas um and uber and lift would have to i i suspect enter some sort of licensing or revenue share agreement with tesla otherwise tesla can basically make their cars illegal uh to be ride shared right and that'll be a great thing for tesla because then tesla also becomes a ride sharing company and then you know they can innovate on a bunch of um they can do they they can pull some interesting uh innovation um on like compared to the present thing that we have which is uber and um lift uh and in the ua it's kareem and in india it's ola right gojek it's uh, in uh asia um right so you have these things i feel like tesla would be able to provide a better ride sharing experience just cuz they have such high fit such high volumes and such high fidelity data about what their cars are doing and where their cars are right these are the two biggest problems in ride sharing if you think about it you know you don't know what your car is doing right like you know you don't know what the experience is like but you know if there's a tesla you can more or less predict what it's going to be like uniform predictable nice experience right so that's one two with the uh, location stuff i feel like tesla can do a much better job just cuz they know where each car is on the road versus uber which has to rely on very erroneous signal uh, very uh, i think unreliable i'd i'd say it's unreliable um uh signal transmission technology to locate the car and to locate the passenger like it is not it is not error free uh it is not as seamless as they present themselves to be it is not seamless at all it's quite terrible actually i have been thinking about this problem for uh, for the last 72 hours it's 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 really like pissing me off uh and if you think about why they have this problem like a lot of the uber maps infrast- like the uh, like the underpinnings they're all derived from like google maps like more they more or less like have the same thing and many times uber drivers use google maps 
and the problem with these things is that they have to rely on like proprietary uh, sorry other satellite providers to do this um they have to rely on other like it's it's not a seamless fully controlled experience right um whereas i think with tesla since you have elon musk involved here i think what could happen is that just to improve this ride sharing location problem to just like radically innovate on that what they could do is they could just for accuracy purposes they could um take some um they they could uh, take some you know uh uh rent out some capability uh so some location capabilities for their map technology for the tesla ride share app um from uh, the starlink project which is from spacex um again this is no, this is very likely considering there's a long history of spacex tesla partnerships um yeah uh so that's tesla and um that and i think it's just so inspiring to see like that much like like wow it's just yeah it's a lot of engineering innovation there it's awesome um yeah oh the uh, speaking of elon musk i ha- i'll th- that brings me to the second point which is the boring company uh, ha- uh the boring company uh i think was started as a joke by elon but then i think he you know elon's jokes actually end up being productive things which is nice uh because whenever he decide decides to do a productive thing it's really really productive and um with the boring company they they have uh, i think received approval from the las vegas um um las la las vegas officials to build a uh, boring tunnel over there and i think with that that could be a leapfrog improve i mean no 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 it will be a leapfrog improvement with traffic I can say this with certainty because this is the exact thing that I predicted that I planned that I designed. This I actually had designed a version of the Hyperloop if you can believe it. The Hyperloop and the um, uh the boring company sounds like a mishmash of both basically. Uh, this was a high school thing, but I I didn't really have the resources or support to do it. So, um you know, I'm just really happy that uh someone like Elon uh did it. and i i think i should actually be be a, yeah yeah it's it's i'm just so happy that elon musk is really pushing this forward because this should fix uh, traffic i think even if it doesn't i think it's a it'll be a good uh, academic exercise at the very least because we can understand what went wrong and you can always learn a lot from what went wrong um that's boring company let's see mm so Bill Gates um Bill Gates's uh, recent in- investment in Heliogen um I don't know I'm a huge fan of that I still need to do more reading on that uh it's pretty like awesome uh basically it's to take your solar energy and to convert it into f- fuel that you could use in industries like uh, cement manufacturing steel manufacturing 
I mean, this is monumentally significant. Like, CNN should CNN and all these news outlets, you know, whatever Fox News, whatever your standard bread and butter news outlets are. Plus, all these media people, they aren't talking about this. But this is more significant than we have realized. Because if Heliogen works, um, which I'm not sure if it will, because I don't have the data to support that that. Uh, to, to support the viewpoint that it will but I, I mean if Bill Gates is putting money behind it there must be some rationale to it right and um, converting all these mature capital intensive energy in, uh, intensive indus- industries uh, to renewables is very very hard con- considering like the energy efficiency requirements they need right that's why they use diesel that's why you, they use coal etc that's I mean those are just the facts of the matter Uh, we can all get green and cute over here but we need to look at the reality of the situation Uh, electric vehicles is one part of the piece but I suspect that it it is going to take more than that and I think Heliogen is a good step in that direction Um, Heliogen uh, what's, what's interesting about this is that there's they have a very unique design of solar panels it's not the traditional flat things there's actually some it's 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 i think it's concave yeah it's concave and it's designed in such a way as to maximize the solar energy absorption by the panels uh which would have again tremendous cost implications um and uh efficiency implications uh, from a engineering standpoint, uh, what else? What were the other interesting things that happened this year? Uh, let's see. What what else happened? What are the other interesting things that happened in engineering? Right, biological engineering. I completely forgot. Um, there's this company called Jinko Bioworks. Uh, Jinko Bioworks uh, was started uh, in Boston. Uh, they're all MIT alums. I forgot uh, the names of the founders. Uh, can't remember. Um, but man, are they geniuses! Like this is the stuff that I was dreaming about in high school. Um, you know, just like what if uh, we could build we could we could treat biology like engineering and like build things and not just like like just deal with because a lot of biology has just been like oh this is what we see we record that and like oh okay we can manipulate it to a certain extent but not really right so there's been a lot of constraints in biology traditionally but these guys came in and we're like no 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 if we need something let's design specific organisms that do that um and I'm so happy it happened. I'm so, so happy it happened. Uh, this company exists. Uh, uh, Jinko Bioworks designs organisms for nuclear waste remediation, right? So you've got a bunch of toxic nuclear waste. What do you do with that, right? Do you just throw it away and like infect the soil and the biodiversity around it? Or do you sustainably use microorganisms that can, that can consume that nuclear waste and then um, you know, excrete, uh, uh, 
you know something that's significantly less harmful right probably do the second option and we never thought that says the second option could really happen until these guys came into the picture i mean we had academic papers like i uh i i read a couple of papers in 2017 about this stuff uh, as a matter of fact i even read some papers in 2016 about this stuff i never thought it'll happen like so quickly i had no idea this is just this is just awesome uh the fact that they were able to pull this off they are able to design specific enzymes it's a drug manufacturing uh you know produce certain chemicals which you know can be tremendously productive in in the eyes of global warming and pollution and that sort of thing because a lot of these very per- pertinent and useful chemicals that we use in our daily lives are produced in uh, very unsustainable and uh, damaging uh production uh process that have very damaging implications on our environment but if you use um these uh, bioreactors or as they call them the foundries um man like this that's just like really transformative jinko bio yeah so that's jinko bioworks please google them they are a great company please check them out um yeah and oh the last thing is that google they achieved quantum supremacy they have hit new computational limits uh with the uh with their quantum processing technology and this is great um because we can rent this compute out for a very low cost um as startup entrepreneurs and uh, the exact performance improvements uh i can yeah um the exact performance improvements uh are very interesting 